All right, welcome into another Dart Me podcast. Uh, we're going to be breaking down NFL here, doing a recap, and then uh, look at the week four lines. Joined here by only one other member of Dart Me today, um, AK. So uh, let's go around and say, say hi to AK. What's going on, AK? Oh, I'm just glad to get through that week. Glad it to be Friday. Glad that we got football coming up tomorrow and all weekend. That's right. Me too. Me Watching too. MLB playoffs this week. I'm ready for football. Right, right. Me too. Got a stiff one right next to me. Just uh, going to be having a stiff one and uh, breaking down some NFL. Nothing better, I guess. Nothing better. All right. So I guess with that said, we'll get right into it. NFL recap of week three. Uh, starting off with the Dolphins-Jags, a Thursday night game. I mean, pretty much just a typical Thursday night game. Not much. Uh, you know, not many marquee matchups. Just gross, right? Uh, I know we had we had guys on Dartme um, picking back in the Jags with Minshew, but yeah. they ended up getting walloped. It was it wasn't even anything fun. Anything else to add on that game? Really? Just I mean, up. of course it happens to me. I bet against Fitz Magic, and he goes somewhat off it just i thought the jags had a chance like they were close and kept everything close in all the other games so i don't know Dolphins surprised me i mean it was a toss-up either way i i didn't have a lot invested in that game but right it's like one of those things it's thursday night there's a game on let's fucking put some money on it and see what happens mm-hmm. basically so yeah and the second game here I have is Packers-Saints. Packers uh, win 37-30. Saints were minus, what was the line in that game? Yeah, it was minus it was, three, right? Yeah, it was three. Minus yeah, three. it was three. That was the Sunday night game. Um, I know Dartme, it was a big chase, big chase that Dartme had. I know Grawl had seven units on the money line there, so that hit, and he had four and a half on the spread there. So it comes in big for him. Takeaways from this game is that it was pretty evident that Drew Brees can't uh, throw the ball on the field. Oh, he can. He just dumped it to Alvin Kamara every time. He had yeah. 13 receptions for 139 yards and two touchdowns. I yeah. mean, the guy's the best player on the Saints by far, and yet they'll still give it to Taysom Hill and Murray and all these other people that just give it to your best player. And Drew yeah. Brees is bad. No. It's not- <laughs> yeah, it's not really rocket science um, in my eyes, but like Murray out carried Kamara. Uh, Kamara had 13 catches, like you said, and I just I saw a stat or whatever. That's if Kamara, you take out all his running and stuff like that, he'd be the fourth best receiver in the league oh, based, yeah. on, based on catches. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's he, he turned like a negative two yard pass into a 60 yard touchdown that game. So it's like <laughs> 60 yard TD for uh, for a breeze there, but I mean, the Saints offense right now is living and dying with Kamara since uh, Drew can't force down the field. Another interesting call was that Taysom Hill where he just like got thrust yeah. in the game and he turned it over after the Packers didn't convert for convert fourth down. So, And then the Packers ended up scoring and that was all she wrote, basically. Mm-hmm. It was a huge uh, turnover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I don't understand it. I mean, we've said it before. We'll say it again probably next week or this week. I mean, Taysom Hill, I don't. we don't get it. We, we just don't get it. It's just a gimmick. I, I don't I don't know. But I'll have more on that game, though, coming up this week, too. I mean, I have a side I like. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the, Bear, what? Go ahead. Sorry. Are the, Packers, are the Packers good? I mean, this might be too early, but are they, like, 
good this year. Like really yeah, good. They, are they good? Good. Yeah. Um, you know, three and zero, of course. Um, I guess the Saints team is supposed to be good, which is another th- thing I'm questioning too, as well. Like. They gave up a bunch to the Raiders and now the Packers. Is the Saints even as good? Mm-hmm. Packers good? I mean, Packers have a 37-point differential. They've scored over 37 points in every one of their games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I saw a stat. It was They sent a fr- franchise record for 122 points in their first three games. Like, the offense is just clicking. And we've been without Devontae Adams, at least against the Saints. I mean, I'm... Just holding off on like the heartbreak that's going to happen in the playoffs, or even if they make it there. But I hope this they just keep riding this high scoring wave that they have right now. Absolutely, and that I mean, and can you just keep on riding that? I mean, you just said they're breaking records, they're breaking franchise records. How many points they're putting up? Like, can they sustain that? I mean, which you would say historically no, and it's probably a long shot that they do, but. I mean, it, it's really nice to see. It's really nice to see is what I should say. It makes you think about back at the draft. When, I mean, so it was some people like the pick of the quarterback, Jordan Love. Some people liked it. I, I personally didn't. I wish we would have got a receiver, some more weapons for Aaron Rodgers. Like Justin Jefferson, for example. I mean, a good week last week. He had mm-hmm. seven receptions, 175 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, it's the first week he went off, but like, that's a, I wish we had that on the team for the Packers for the next however many years. He's right. a good player. Right, exactly. And I would agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> like, and now with Lazard gone, I mean, that's kind of getting next nice, but Lazard oh. is going to be out too. Like, I don't know if that's. That and like, I'll apologize to the guy, my friend. Like, I mean, we were kind of wrong in saying oh the Packers offense rides and dies with Devontae Adams now he kind of said it so and I was like well I think so I think it's a big part but it ended up not being much of a factor as Rodgers just slung it to Lazard that game mm-hmm. but I mean we'll see we'll see um how the wide receiver depth um comes into play I mean right now this seems to be rolling it's not an issue but and it should keep rolling against the the Falcons who are just at these fences <laughs> Yeah, that, that over should be like 70 because it's just going to be a shootout. Who's going to stop? Who's going to stop? Exactly. Packers might stop them once, but no one's going to stop. They're, yeah. just, they're so good. Both teams like are so good offensively, but the Packers are just better defensively, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Next game we had was Bears-Falcons. Uh, Bears Bears went out right and cover. Uh, Falcons blow another lead. They were up 16 in the fourth quarter. Um, Nick Foles came in in the second half. Um, mm-hmm. it, they were up 16, yeah, up 16 in the fourth quarter. They just, with eight minutes left, dude. With eight fucking minutes left, and they still blew it. Like, it's back-to-back weeks of the Falcons, like, having a 99% win percentage. 99-plus win percentage to win the game outright, and they've lost both times. It's... Unthinkable. It's, it's crazy. It's <laughs> they blew the game and they made Big Dick Nick look like an absolute stud out there. Besides that one interception, right. I mean it's it's insane. I mean Falcons, get it together. You're still choking from the time you lost the Super Bowl and choked that one away too. 
I think Dan Quinn needs to be fired. I would think so too. In the, I, I'm not gonna say I'm, not, I'm surprised he wasn't fired after this game, but dude, like dude, 16 points, eight eight minutes, Bears to offense. the Bears. Yeah, it didn't Jesus. really seem like a offensive like. All right, now they'll figure out and keep rolling. It's just when you bring a backup halfway through the game, it's like, uh, I don't know who to turn to. Backup, get in there. But, like, I mean, Foles obviously is capable, probably the best backup in the league, I guess, because he's done it historically. In the, he's done it in the past, mm-hmm. which I say that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what else can you say about this putrid Falcons team? It's just stupid. Throw it to Ridley. That's, I mean, I have Calvin Ridley on multiple fantasy teams. Throw it to him. They did in the first half, and they got that huge lead. As I watched through, he didn't get, like, a ton of catches in the second half. I mean, keep throwing it to him. I mean, he might have gotten double covered. I didn't. I wasn't really watching the game because it's gross. But throw <laughs> it to your best players. I mean, it's not that hard, especially with Julio Jones out. Yeah. Give it to the guys that are going to make plays. Yeah, and you said you weren't watching much of the game either. I wasn't watching much as well, because it was, I saw Foles, I saw the eight minutes, there's like a turnover on downs in the goal, uh, at, in the red zone. I was like, okay, this game is over, right? 16, dude, and it, you just blow, I don't understand, I didn't, didn't watch the ending at all, but like, you, you just give up big chunk plays, and you just let them score, slash, you can't pick up one first down to ice the game away, or whatever, anything, dude. Unspeakable. I was with some Minnesota people and we were watching the Vikings game and I looked at the score and I was like, Nick Foles just went in and changed the channel there. And sure enough, I'm pretty sure it was his first drive, but he throws an interception. I was like, that game's over. So we turned back on the Vikings <laughs> game and I watched the Titans come back and beat the Vikings. So it was, yeah, it was not good. Yeah, Falcons can... figured out. That's all I yeah, have to say. Right. We get in the Titans Vikings too. Then um, Titans win thirty one thirty. Vikings set up covering Titans on the money line. So the Titans, Stephen Gostowski, double hat trick field goals, and another game winner. So <laughs> I don't really know what like eighteen points. He had a fluke. He had a fluke in week one. Now he's now he's all right. He he's found it. Back, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think Derrick Henry is now like. This is, he got his first touchdown last week, and he got at least one. I know I watched one, but I he might get going now because he rushed for 100 and some yards for the third week in a row. But now he's getting touchdowns and actually punching it in. So Titans might have found their, where they left off last year, I think. So yeah. it might be a scary team to look out for. Yeah, it could be. Could be the, so the Titans are 3-0. Their point differential is 6 so mm-hmm. they won a game by three, two, and one. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, like just a scratch. Uh, yeah, they're just they're just fighting. Their <laughs> their defense is pretty good. Ryan Tannehill has spurts where he's good, and he has spurts where he's Ryan Tannehill. But yeah, I don't know what to say about the Titans. They're gonna they're staying in games, giving their ball to Derrick Henry, and he's taking twenty. 20 attempts each game for 100-some yards. I mean, yeah. ride with it, Titans. Keep going, I guess. <laughs> right. And I think they should be 
well, they're three and zero right now. I mean, Colts are two and one. Um, favorites to win the division at this point, I think, with the Texans being zero and three at this point. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, what else was I going to say? Uh, nothing really else in that game. Oh yeah, the, yeah, you mentioned it before the Justin the uh, Jefferson coming out uh, party. Maybe look out for him yep. too. Maybe. It was. It was. I saw some of those. I mean, he had a huge game. Huge oh, it game. was. Yeah, I was watching the whole time, and it was just like my uh, one of my roommates has Justin Jefferson. He has a bunch of Vikings fan on his fantasy. I mean, Vikings players on his fantasy team, and uh, Justin Jefferson had gotten him much in the previous week, so he put him on the bench right before, and then the first I don't know how many plays are the Vikings in the first half, but. He just, oh, that's just Justin Jefferson making another catch. And then he had that huge touchdown. He he regretted sitting in that week, that's for sure. <laughs> right, right. Okay, then um, Rams visiting the Bills. Bills went 35-32. Um, Bills also cover. This game, it looked to be over early. I uh, didn't pay much attention uh, after that because, I mean, even before – we got off the last pod. Luke's like, hey, I think I like the Rams, actually. And then, like, not five minutes into the game, he's like, good call not picking the the Rams. But then the Rams come storming back and make it a game and actually take the lead. And then Allen, was it a fourth down that he, he, he got touched on? Um, so it was a fourth down, but there was a penalty. Oh, and then they got, like, the first down, and they were, got, were on the one-yard line, and then they just pushed it in. It was, like such an anticlimactic ending to that game. I felt so bad for the Rams. I mean, I, I was going to stay away from that game because I could see it going either way, but I don't know. Josh Allen might be good. He could be pretty good this this year, at least. He's definitely making fantasy owners happy the way he runs the ball. Too. Yes. That, yes. I mean, I don't know if he's number one in fantasy. He might be, actually. Um, might I'll be. quick look it up. Who else went off? Did anybody? I can't even remember who went off for the Rams. Like I said, I didn't pay much close attention to this after it was kind of like um, um, Cooper Cup did. He did all right. I played him in fantasy and he got twenty some points. But yeah, I, I didn't really watch this game. But it says Mahomes right now is the number one, but I could be wrong. So I. I don't really know. He's he's up there. He's having a good year, I would say. Yeah, regardless, yeah. Especially value in DFS to start the year. That's probably mm-hmm. what I'm thinking of, too. Um, the next game I have on here is uh, Washington at Browns. Browns blow them out. Browns cover. I have literally nothing on this game. Except, see, just some random touchdowns from Washington. Isabella, like... I don't know where do you like where do they find offense? Like you think it'd be McLaurin all of a sudden Isabella gets in the zone twice. Chubb is running wild uh, for the Browns. Uh, nothing much. Browns just blow up the, the Washington team. You Dwayne have anything? Haskin like, Dwayne Haskin looked like a bust in that game. I watched a little bit of it because I don't remember what bet I had on it, but I was I faded the Browns. So I realized I thought they couldn't cover. It was an insane spread or something. So that's why I hate. Yeah, I think it was a touchdown. You're like, yeah, that's it was a touchdown. Yeah, You're like I'm not, I was like, ah, the Browns are not that good yet. So I, I I faded them, watched some of that game, and Dwayne Haskin had like three interceptions and a fumble, and I was just like, oh my god, 
Washington football team, what are you doing? <laughs> There's being Washington football team. They're being they're being the footballers. <laughs> Jesus. All right. But yeah, oh. I got nothing else in that game. It was gross. Raiders at Patriots. Raiders come Patriots win 36-20. Patriots cover. Raiders coming off that huge win against the Saints. I want to pat myself on the back here, taking the Patriots. It's an easy situation in my eyes. Fading the Raiders off a huge win, having Belichick come in and see what the Raiders had success with and just end up shutting down the Raiders' attack there. I mean, it wasn't like uh, – I mean, who had a big game for the Patriots, really? It was Burkhead. Burkhead just took the ball. Yeah, out. Burkhead had a really good really good game, actually. But, I yeah, just, I, I, I – see, I've been betting the Cam Newton rushing yards each week because they've hit, and last week it – did not hit and I was like surprised I was like the Raiders they just faced Drew Brees who's not gonna scramble anyway whatsoever mm-hmm. maybe Cam Newton might break a few big ones and every time I watch they would just give it to Burkhead or throw it down the field to someone it was just like okay this is just Patriots football doing the damn thing and winning football games that would no matter who because like I mean that's a good handicap on your end because like You'd figure, hey, the Patriots are only like an established running back. Cam, he'll probably like he'll probably get the ball up, but then it just being Burkhead taking the ball, like that's the Patriots <laughs> can be something different every every week. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just felt like an easy handicap in my eyes to take the Patriots there. So I just wanted to pat myself on the back. You don't get to do it often. Just like sit through a, just sit back on the rocking chair and watch your bet win. Like, that's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Right when it hits, it's just <laughs> awesome. Uh, next game we have is um, 49ers visiting the Giants. Um, to puke. I mean, that's all I have to say. Jesus I mean, Christ, Giants. You <laughs> lost to a practice squad team. Nick Mullins is the quarterback, and he threw for 343 yards and a touchdown. Who, who You're did playing a practice squad team. What, what Giants are have starters besides Barkley, and they're playing the practice squad 49ers. And they just get blown out, thirty-six to nine. Score, yeah. score, score gami, by the way. But, I, had, gami, but. I had that written down actually. I saw the tweet. I, I like I look out for that, and every time it like there's one, I, I like it. A thousand fifty-six unique NFL score, score gami, thirty-six to nine. Uh, so I and, love looking at those. Yeah, those are just great. But <laughs> Giants need to figure it out. Sure, they've had a tough schedule to start the season, but it's not getting much easier with the Rams this week. I mean, right. It's it's do or die time for the New York teams, the Jets and the Giants, both. If they're going to win a game, they got to do it soon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I mean, it, it's a struggle bus right now. Um, then we get into the tie between the Bengals and the Eagles. Bengals end up covering the five points. I mean, I watched this game. It was like a live look in after that CBS game that I watched. And then it's like, all right, it's looking to be exciting here over time. But then all of a sudden, two punts. And it's like, this is this is going to tie, isn't it? This this is going to tie. And, of course, like the Eagles, they get the ball and they just start set, like they start running balls into the line when they're 59 yard to settle for a 59 yard field goal. Yeah. Plus the false start that cost yeah, them. The false the start. The, the yeah, 
false start, and then he's like, oh, 18 seconds left, false start. He's like, oh, I'll just punt it. Like, cool, dude. I thought Doug Peterson was supposed to be this guy who did, gave no shits and, like, was <laughs> just, like, I don't care. I'm just going to be, like, aggressive, super ballsy guy. Like, he's the one that called the Philly special in the Super Bowl. And, like, mm-hmm. where, where is that guy? I mean, of course, the, the, what Doug has going for him is the NFC East. I mean, he's like, hey, our division sucks. If we take a tie, we're actually only, like, a half game, what game and a half, half game back. But, dude, like, come on. Carson Wentz. Stupid. Philadelphia wants Carson Wentz head on a spike. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough city to be, like, a tough sports city to be, like, to put you on a pedestal, but Carson Wentz hasn't lived up to this year. He's playing awful. And, I mean, this next week, if he doesn't do something, I mean, there's going to be... I want to see Jalen Hurts in there, honestly, just to see what he'll do. But... Right. Thing with rookie quarterbacks is they're not great right away. Right, and I guess, I guess yeah. To that point, I guess they asked Doug Peterson the question like, "Is Wentz the starter?" And it's like he said, "Of course." He's like, "Yes, Wentz the starter." But the fact that that question is even being asked right now, I guess, sort of speaks volumes as to what the situation in uh, Philly. Is. He, he just needs to figure it out. I mean. They're losing to the Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow hasn't pressed this year. Like, he's done better than I thought he would, given how much he has to scramble every game and play, for God's sakes. But the Bengals, uh, I mean, their record doesn't show up, but they played all right. Like, compared to last year when they were by far and supposed to be, like, one of the worst teams this year, too, they, they haven't played bad, but Eagles... That should have been a gimme game. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, even, like, settling for 59. Dude, that's what you get for settling for 59. One false start, mm-hmm. you're out. Like, that's what you get. Like, you ran it into the line. There's 18 seconds left, too. Why not just, like, I mean, even if you throw it in incomplete, or even if you tried, they have 18 seconds yet. They're at the what? They're not going to go and kick, the, kick it right back at you for 60 yards? Maybe, but, like, at this point, like, you are 0-2. You have, like, Doug, you have nothing to lose, really, I don't think. Like, that's the way, that's what my mind mindset would be. Plus, if you throw it downfield 18 seconds, like, maybe that t- play takes, what, 7 off the clock if you run around and throw it deep. And plus, you can get a pass interference, maybe. You can maybe complete the pass. But then there's, like, all right, you take 7 to 6 seconds, 6 to 7 seconds of the clock. There's 11 seconds left. You literally have to stop one pass in order for them to get in field goal range. I don't know. But there's also something interesting, too, um, a weird-ass stat. It was a, that a guy my friend sent to the chat that, like, the past, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The past three first overall draft picks have tied tied a game before they won their first playoff, before they won their first game. So that's Burrow, Murray, and who else was it? Was it? Oh. See, now that's where I didn't get the stat pulled up, but it was Murray and Burrow for sure. Was it? Is it Garrett? Miles Garrett? Is that who it was with the Browns? Uh, I, I, I don't remember, though. I knew it was Murray and uh, Burrow. Um, for sure. Burrow, yeah. But don't remember the other one. It's got a, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Was it Baker? Was it Baker Mayfield? Maybe it was Baker, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I think uh, it was Baker. That's a great uh, job remembering the stat. Bringing it up and not remembering the full stat, but it was <laughs> it was crazy that that I saw that. Um, 
Okay, so the game after that would be Texans-Steelers. Uh, te- Steelers win 28-21 in cover. Um, Texans are now sitting at 0-3. Um, I don't really have much about this game. It's just that the Texans are at 0-3. They did have a Man, tough schedule. It's, they've had the toughest schedule, I would say. I mean, what was it? Chiefs, Ravens, now the Steelers. Like, three of the right. top defenses in the league. Right. Three of the top teams in the AFC. I mean, we'll see how they look against the Vikings this week. Um, but, yeah, it's, Texans have to win this game just so that it's not like, oh, they had a tough schedule. They should. They were projected to start 0-3, but now they need to start winning now that they got their three big ones out of the way. Right. I would agree with that. It's just, I don't know, you kind of want to say, like, hey, Bill, you know, you had Hopkins, but at the same time, it's like you're – they were projected to lose those games, but still, dude, you had options, and now you have like this. But it sucks, man. Um, next game is Colts, Colts, Jets, Colts thirty six seven. Um, Colts are my survivor pick, um, and I, I win that. So uh, other than that, Jets are puke. They're a future team, like the Western NFL, by far in my eyes. Oh yeah, by by a lot, I would say. And I really. See the other thing too. Was it pick sixes that did it? Two pick sixes, right? Was, yeah, they had two pick sixes. I think both by Xavier Rhodes, but um, yeah. And then they just have three running backs and the best offensive line, and they'll just push it down your throats. Like Philip Rivers hasn't had to pass in the past two weeks, really. Yeah, because we'll just have running backs that will get all our yards. Right. It'll be interesting to see when he has to actually throw the ball and when he faces a better defense in the Bears this week. I don't know how that's going to work for him, but and I, know I don't you know. Had, it's look good. Yeah, I know you had Jonathan Taylor over uh, rushing yards. Yeah. He didn't get there because didn't of the pick sixes. <laughs> because of the pick sixes, yep. bro. Pick <laughs> sixes, and then they kept running it with, like, these guys I've never heard of. I'm like, just – you have Jonathan Taylor who – has done this type of offense where just yeah. huge offensive line, run the ball. Colts, just give it to your best guy and let him get going. I mean, <laughs> the Jets couldn't keep it close enough even for Jets, the Colts to run Jets, the ball. Jets are bad. Jets yeah. are bad. All right, moving on to Panthers at Chargers. Uh, Panthers go into LA and uh, win outright, cover and win outright. Um, Chargers big letdown after playing the Chiefs tough, and what well, people can say they probably should have took one, taken one from the Chiefs, but um, they couldn't get done. Big letdown, I think, and that's what it was. I mean, we had the Chargers, like Luke, Luke live on Luke brought that teaser. He had the Chargers in there, mm-hmm. and in hindsight, obviously you can say, dude, huge letdown, but like the Panthers are supposed to be bad, but the Chargers supposed to be bad. And the Chargers are coming off of going to overtime with the defending Super Bowl champs, who just keep getting better, in my opinion. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Chargers, figure it out. I mean, they had some injuries and whatnot, but you lost to the Panthers without McCaffrey. Right. I, that's that's terrible. You can't... And, like, the Panthers don't have a... They have a terrible defense, if I'm not mistaken. Like... Eckler yeah. did go off a little bit, um, and then there's a missed lateral that they could have won the game on, which, I mean, they could have won the game on that. Uh, missed lateral mm-hmm. came down to that, which would have been pretty cool to see, but 
ended up not working. But, I mean, you probably should have the game in hand um, before that. Yeah. Justin Herbert, he's looked all right. I mean, he he could be a good quarterback down the road for the Chargers, but yeah. I, I don't know. They got to beat the Panthers, for God's sakes, if they want to be good sometime. Yeah, they do. That's that's true. Um, moving on to Lions Cardinals. I mean, Lions win twenty six twenty three. This is a big play of. I played the Cardinals minus five and a half. They couldn't get it done. Lose outright. Big story in this was Kyler Murray just threw three picks and, um, very like everybody said Murray's gonna smash in the spot. Murray's gonna put up big numbers in the spot. And just end up throwing three, throwing three picks. They still had a chance to win at the end, but they and so the Lions barely eked out a win after Murray threw three picks. That was very disappointing seeing that. I I had the same thing down. Um, I hammered the Cardinals. I think I had three bets on the game, and none of them hit. Uh, Curry. I mean, yeah, Kyler, stop throwing picks, and you'll be fine. Yeah, well, I think I don't. I don't think he's gonna have another bad game like that this week. Right. I, I might hammer the Cardinals again. It might bite me in the ass, but I I think the Cardinals have now realized. Oh, we just lost the Lions, who just snapped an eleven-game losing streak because of that win. The Lions right. had lost eleven straight. I mean, that's unbelievable. But Cardinals will figure it out this week. I don't even know who they play, but I think I'm just gonna hammer it just because. The Cardinals are going to go off, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Bucks at the Denver Broncos. 28-10, Bucks win and cover. Um, I had the Bucks in this game, uh, so that cash is another pretty easy cash there. So it felt nice to do that one. I don't have much any, anything else from this game, really. I know Mike Evans had two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. I think that was his final yep. stat line, too. I mean that's crazy. Yeah, he, he had a he had a cornerback on him that was like so much shorter than him, and they just lobbed it to him. He would just catch it every time. Other than that, though, I don't. Yeah, he, they shot him down for the most part. I would say, but yeah, I mean two, I two yards. I just want to shout out, shout out a former Gopher. I watched him play at last year, uh, Winfield. He won Defensive Rookie of the Month with twenty three tackles, two sacks, a forced fumble. I mean, you've been doing this stuff at the Gophers for the past four years or whatever, and now it's just it's just good seeing someone that you watched in person do well on the big stage. So just wanted to shout him out. Love the shout-out. Good shout-out. Love it. All right. Then it was um, Cowboys Seahawks in a shootout. Uh, Seahawks win and cover 38 31. Uh, I mean, Mr. Unlimited, just living up to the name, Unlimited. Mm-hmm. I, like, dude, I got crap from it from Guy, my friend, and so did Rhino, kind of a little bit. I'm not going to say it was much crap, but he's like, he, he's had a good season. He said he's had a good season. He's the MVP thus far. It's like, it's only been two games. Like, yeah, I know it's only been two games, but, like, what can you say after two games? Like, it's so he's so good. He's... 
Lockett also went off three touchdowns. I had him in my mm-hmm. DFS lineup, and that's what ultimately made me cash because I had Sanders who 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 went dud, and I had um, JT who went dud. So Lockett brings home the money for me um, with those three touchdowns uh, and 100 yards exactly on the dot. Metcalf in this game drops one at the goal line, which I always hate. See, that's why I pet beat. Like, not pet beat, like actually angers me to the core. Like dropping it early or celebrating early before the goal well, line. He got like he got it punched out, like, but he had to secure that. That's just being that's just a second year player mistake right there. I don't think he'll do it again. But right, it. I mean, it didn't cost them, but they could have put the Cowboys away a lot earlier. For this game, I ended up live lining it. Like, so the Cowboys score was it to go by up by one? Was that what it was? It was back and forth the whole game. It could have been. Yeah, it was back. I was thinking it was the last drive. Russell Wilson had like three minutes left, and Cowboys. So I looked at it, and it was like minus. So, I mean, yeah, it was minus something for the Seahawks, and I was like, Russell Wilson is just going to march down the field and score. And sure enough, he did. They covered. All went great. But, yeah, Seahawks look really good, at least offensively. I think I remember you actually uh, texting the group that, but I think I might have missed it on the spreadsheet, so my bad on that. But I do remember saying, like, hey, Seahawks minus, like, 110, because it was like a, basically a pick at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think I like the angle, too, there, AK. It's like, I have Russell Wilson with the ball, man. I, <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to play. I'm going to I'm gonna bet on that. And it was one of, like, the only bets I won on Sunday, too. So, that's it felt good because then I, I took that into the Packer game and bet on the Packers and ended up winning a little bit more money. It was a rough weekend betting football, but I'm ready to get back at it this weekend. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think you also did this one too. Chiefs at Ravens. Chiefs go it. Uh, yep. I did a teaser for this one. I had uh I had Chiefs plus fourteen or plus ten. No, yeah, it was plus ten and a half. And then I had the over at like forty something. Forty seven. And, and they both they both hit and it was Chiefs showed out. Yep. I mean it, it was Can't say I expected it, but after they played the Chargers and had to take the Chargers to overtime, but they the defense showed out, kind of shut down uh, Lamar. Well, I think Lamar, yeah, um, shut him down for I I don't know how much he threw, but it wasn't a lot. No, he didn't that, do much. Right. And those are the questions that people were asking after the game. It was like, um, the first drive, the Ravens seemed to be moving it on the ground a lot. And then all of a sudden, they went to passing. But yeah, I would say the Chiefs are a very public dog, too. I mean, one of those rare public dogs is like, hey, Mahomes is getting three and a half. Let's play Mahomes. Which, you know, sometimes they say public dogs have fleas, not in this case. The other interesting tidbit on this was Rhino had that parlay um, where he had Chiefs and then he had the over at 54. And it landed on, uh, he had 50 Chiefs in 54 and a half, and it lands on 54. So, I mean, he goes home, he goes home sad, but I, <laughs> that's the other thing on this game, too. Mudger missed so many, like, extra points and field goals. And, like, after he made however many, like, three in yeah, a row, right. 50 yarders. Yeah, after this podcast. Like, was- 
and then he just misses extra points. I'm like, what is going on, Butker? I mean, he it was just a bad game for sure yeah. for him, but I don't know. It stings. It stings for sure for Rhino. It's, it hurts if you're if you had that high of an over, but exactly. Um. Yeah, I think I guess um that's basically all the scores. Anything else that stands out to you? Stands out to you from the week um that was. No, I'm pretty sure we covered everything I wanted to say. Right. I'm just gonna look at the standings quick. Um. I mean, the East is garbage. NFC is bad once again. Washington's in first place. I mean, Cowboys. Should be zero and three if they didn't. If the Falcons could finish a game for once in their lives, Eagles bad, Giants really bad. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna win this one? Like, Cowboys should. Cowboys, Cowboys are Cowboys favorite. Should. Cowboys should this one. I if they don't, it's just an absolute. They don't, I don't know. The East, the East should be better. The Cowboys and Eagles should at least be miles better, but. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Washington can beat the Eagles. Eagles can't even beat the Bengals. They're, they're like, they're the biggest disappointment, I would say, of the season so far. And then, I mean, yeah, that's basically I, any storylines, really. I'm trying to search for anything. Not really. Nothing really standing out. I mean, we said the oh, East. Oh, the Titans, the COVID breakout, maybe, but. Yeah. So that's I mean, what's good. I mean, we'll hit on that when we get to the Lions so that we won't be able to see the Titans or the what, what's the other team? Steelers. Steelers this week. Titans, Steelers, and Vikings are cleared to play, so they'll play uh, Houston. Uh, Texans. Texans, yeah. All right. Yeah, so that basically sums up the recap there. Um, we can move on to this week. Um, I'm just going to get into – actually, I'm just going to get into the Dartme Survivor that, that we had going. I actually – win the whole Dartmouth Survivor group. Uh, Muff Punk Grawl had the Cardinals, and I won with the Colts against the Jets. Um, so after week to week three, it's all done. <laughs> right? Yeah, to week three, it's all done. Yeah. I'm doing understanding. I'm, of course, going to try to keep it rolling for the all 17 weeks. So this week, I am going to have my Survivor be the um, Los Angeles Rams. Home. That's a great pick. Home against the Home against, home against the Giants. Gi- Giants, 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 Giants. My bad. I, I see. I had the pick. It doesn't matter if you hear New York bet against them. Yeah. But who's gonna stop Aaron Donald on the Giants? Dan Jones is gonna get murdered. And right. <laughs> I feel bad, but like the Giants figure something out. They're yeah. They're at plus 13 right now, which is right. that's crazy, but it's yeah, yeah, the reasonable. Other, yeah, the other thing might be thinking of is another popular pick probably the Ravens at Washington football team, but I'm just going to roll with the Rams there. Um, other things, um, I guess I can go through our, our uh, live line, Luke, and my um, – High stakes picks. So we ended up going with Cardinals minus five and a half, loser, Saints minus three, loser, Patriots minus six and a half, winner, Bucks minus six, winner, and Chargers minus six and a half, loser. All favorites, kind of maybe playing the public joke a little bit, but I mean, I get things that we overlooked where probably Chargers is a big letdown spot, playing the Chiefs tough, 
and they couldn't get it done in Carolina. Six and a half, I think, looking back, and that was too many points. Um, still had a chance to win the game outright. Murray, three INTs. I still like the pick. The three INTs definitely hurt us. Um, if you just throw three INTs, of course, I think they cover. And then Saints, uh, that loss, basically, I just like the spot for the Saints. And I, um, Packers out, Adams broke 37. I thought the Saints defense was supposed to be good, and I thought it would be a good bounce back for them after losing to the Raiders. Um, but it wasn't the case. So that puts us at 2-3 and three in the week and overall 8-7. and seven. Um, Looking to do better this week with uh, five new picks. Um, but that being said, let's get into the lines. Let's get into the lines. We'll break it down. Yep. We'll break it down. Um, do you have all the lines pulled up on um, our book here? I Yeah, I do. Um, so first one, I got Colts minus three again, taken on the Bears. Um, I mentioned this before. I am going to bet the Colts. I, I, I just liked how... I like I. It's gonna be a mystery just how Philip Rivers does. Like I could totally see him just biting this biting me in the ass because Philip Rivers is gonna have three pick day and throw for a hundred yards. But I I really think the Colts have figured out we're a run heavy football team, and let's just do that to the Bears. And I also think Nick Foles is going to be Nick Foles and finally get the starting job and not do well. All right. See, so you like a minus three right now. It's minus three. Even you might get to see some minus three and a half later um, and, and scoop that up as well. Or, I mean, you might want to play that now. I'm, I, excuse me. I'm, no, my two, two and a half. I went the complete wrong direction. I get a two and a half and be able to scoop it up then. Uh, I feel like the bears probably do it now. Cause it's plus three minus one twenty here. Um, and if I had to lean here, I would, Probably pick the Bears at home. I don't know. Maybe not. Bears it's kind of disgusting to me. On uh, the total, a, total to talk to. Total at forty three. I would say lean heavy, lean under there. Like you said, you think the Colts pound the ball? Maybe they just get into a defensive battle here and just run into the line against each other. <laughs> pick six is Phil Rivers. Please don't do it. If I'm on the under, I mean that's what would kill it. If, is Philip Rivers going to pick six? Yeah. <laughs> Philip Rivers should not be in the league anymore, in my opinion. They <laughs> find a new quarterback, Colts, because <laughs> Philip Rivers isn't it. I think it was discussed before by a guy, my friend, or somebody else. Like Philip Rivers, you in LA, just sliding to the right of the sunset, man. Like LA, nice vibes. Finish my career yeah. here. I'm done. I'm over. Want to keep playing with the Colts? Let's, let's go know. to Indianapolis and play for the Colts. He did mention that he's I like mean, he's probably just playing football to stay away from his family and all the kids that he has. <laughs> I don't know. He probably loves his family, family man. But that's another answer there. Um, I guess yeah. So that sums up that game. You like you like Colts. Um, I like Colts. I like here. Then um, next game I have here is Saints at Lions. Saints minus three. Um, over under set at 54. I'm going to tell you right now, I like the Saints. I already played the Saints. Saints I, minus I also like the Saints. It's going to, like, it's do or die time for the Saints, I think. Well, maybe not yet, but if they lose the Lions, I mean, after being supposedly supposed to be one of the top teams, if not the best team in the NFC, like that's just bad. Don't lose to the lines. Cardinals shouldn't have done it. If the Saints do it, that's I'm done betting on the Saints. 
but yeah, I'm on Saints minus three too. Yeah, I think I think you're exactly right there. Um, with being done on the Saints, they lose this one. Michael Thomas is listed out. I think the line opened at minus four. Is does Thomas being out push it to three? Is that why it went down? I think that might be it. But I still think the Saints are kind of good. Um, Kamara should go off in this game. The Lions defense is absolutely putrid and it took three picks for the Lions to beat the Cardinals. Like they just barely eked out against the Cardinals when the defense forced three interceptions. And I don't think that's going to happen this game. I don't think Breeze turns the ball over. I think you just check it down to Kamara if he has to. I mean, Kamara went off. Yeah. So that's my angle in that game. Breeze, just get the ball to your best player, and that's all you have to do. Throw it five yards. Prove you can still throw a football five yards. (laughs) And you win the game, basically. Right, right. Um, Next game, um, Cardinals at Panthers. Cardinals minus three. Over under set at fifty one and a half. What do you like in this game? Um, I said it before. Uh, I Cardinals are gonna have a wake up game. They are gonna show the world that the Panthers are bad, especially without Christian McCaffrey. And if they don't, I could be wrong, but Cardinals should kill. Like looking this up paper, Cardinals better win this game. I agree 100%. I have played the Cardinals at minus three already. Um, Everything you said is is correct there. Um, I think the Cardinals wake up here after that loss. Kyler's not going to throw three picks, I don't believe. Panthers off of a win. I like that for my angle. So um, three picks and you almost win the game. I mean, you're going to come back and just, I hope, slaughter. Plus the Panthers don't have CMC and they're using Mike Davis. Does yes. he do it again? Does he do it again this week? I don't know. They're still using, like, Mike Davis as sort of, like, like a McCaffrey role, like giving him the touches, but he's not CMC. Basically, it's just, like, the Cardinals bouncing back, not much on the Panthers. All right. Next game, Jags, Bengals. Lines at Bengals minus three, over under 49 and a half. I have nothing on this game. I have like if I had to lean, I'm taking the Bengals just because I liked how Joe Burrow has looked so far, even though he's getting pummeled out there. And the Jags have the worst pass rush. So if Joe Burrow's able to sit there, I feel like he's gonna hit his targets in Tyler Boyd and AJ Green. So if I had to lean, I would pick Bengals, but I'm not gonna touch this game. All right. Yeah, I would say much of the same. I don't have anything like not a strong play on this. I would lean Bengals right now. It's at minus three, even where I'm looking. So we might even get two and a half um, closer to a kick. But Bengals at home, I guess that's my only angle. (laughs) Nothing much. It'll be a gross game. It's It's a shockingly high total. It's a high total, though. So. I'd see some points. Yeah, I, I don't know. Vegas must think that no team's going to stop either one of the teams. Right. Well, cause I guess the, the, the rush defense of the Jags can't be good. The Bengals' rush defense we know isn't good. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the Jags running back, it's Robinson. He's not a big name, but he did have – I mean, he's having a decent season. Like, right. I didn't even know about him in week one. And, like, I picked him up on my fantasy team, and he's been getting points. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jags. <laughs> this game is gross. I Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, move on. Browns at Cowboys. Cowboys minus four and a half. Over-under set 55 and a half. Thoughts? Like, I hate that line. I hate four and a half for either one of these teams. Because Browns, Browns have been like touchdown favorites the past two weeks. And Mm -hmm. they covered last week, at least against the Redskins. But now they're playing the Cowboys, who are like kind of good. Like, the record doesn't show it, but, like, their offense has spurts where they look really good. And I mean, defense hasn't been there. But if I would lean on this game, I'm leading Cowboys. I don't think I'm going to bet it. If the lines change, like, a little more, I might bet it. But I I think the Cowboys go 500 on the season after this game. They're, I feel like they'll just – they're going to win. Yeah. Mike McCarthy needs another win. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say, you meant like you said the Cowboys, the Cowboys defense. It's like me playing defense in Madden. I can't get a stop. How do you get a stop? That's what this this, this Cowboys defense is. They can't stop anybody really. I mean, they did play Russell Wilson, so it's just tough. But past games haven't mm-hmm. been able to stop anybody. It's like we have the weapons offensively. Um, so, but it's, it's like, bro, get, get one stop for me. And Jerry Jones is just like sitting there. I just like all these. He's looking at the offense, and all it's like the sexy offense thing. And it's like there's two sides of the ball there. Like, it's just their defense can't stop things. But I would say I would lean Cowboys there just because it's under touchdown. Baker kind of fading him. Like, I don't think he's that great, but maybe the, the Cowboys just say, you know, screw it. We're going to score 50 this game, and that'll be that. But nothing. Yeah, no, I, no play so no far. No play there. Just Cowboys, they need this win. I mean, if they get this win, they might even clinch the NFC East at this point because I don't see I don't see many of those teams winning a ton of games this season. So got to win this one, Cowboys, if you're good. All right. Next game, Vikings at Texans. Vikings cleared to play. Texans minus three and a half over under set at 53 and a half. Another high total. Um, th- opening thoughts on this one. Do you have anything? <laughs> so I bet on the Vikings when they played the Colts because I thought it was like an obvious bet, like the easiest bet there is. But they didn't, they didn't cover. They didn't win. They didn't do anything. Vikings are kind of bad, except for Delvin Cook. And their passing with Kirk Cousins is atrocious. That's, and Texans, on the other hand, I mean, they've had the top three, so they should they should win this game. But I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to play this. I think Texans win. But I would have to say Vikings have a good chance to cover. Yeah, that three and a half just scares you away a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough to make a call here. The even on the total, man. Like Delvin Cook can he bust off big runs, big runs. The, the good spot for the Texans' offense to get back back on track here. Maybe they just like and, and uh, David Johnson actually has been getting a lot of touches. Maybe they can 
use him and ice the game away, or maybe they could make the game shorter if like Watson's not hitting Fuller and Cooks. But both these teams can should be able to run the ball. I think. I have no lean. I have no lean at all. Really, I guess you would say. Yeah, I have nothing. Honestly, nothing. I'm baffled. I'll see how this game goes for either teams. I, I don't want to touch either of these teams betting wise again until they can prove like they can win games or they can cover. Because I don't know these these teams are supposed to be like good. They haven't. I mean, they've played some tough opponents, I guess. But we'll I see how I, this week goes for them. I guess what I would say if it came down to it would be like who has a better quarterback. I think the Texans have a better quarterback. I would take the Texans, mm-hmm. but that would be it. Um, definitely not a pick that I'm giving out really, but that's what I would say. Moving on, uh, Seahawks at Dolphins. Dolphins plus six um, over under at fifty four. I mean, this what we're seeing this week is high, high totals. Like it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, thoughts on this game? Okay. Am I like? Why is it only at six? That's my question. Like, that's a high total, but the Dolphins are bad. Like, they beat the Jaguars by a good amount, but the Seahawks are really good. The Dolphins just aren't. I, I, I would, ex- I would, I expected when I looked at all the lines that. Like Ravens to be heavily favored and Seahawks to be heavily favored, but like not by only six. So I'm gonna hammer the Seahawks on this game, most likely. You might actually be able to get a five and a half. I don't know if that's gonna, because right now I'm looking at minus one fifteen for the Dolphins at plus six. But the mm-hmm. thing I would say, the back, the, see, Russell Wilson right now has the best quarterback statistics in the NFL right now. Quarterback that is playing this every quarterback you add up playing the Seahawks has stats that are better than Russell Wilson. So like if you take their games against the Seahawks and add them up, that quarterback would be the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's how bad the Seahawks defense is playing right now. Like anybody can score against him. It was six points. I guess the back door is wide open for Fitzmagic. That's what I would say. Um the Dolphins played Thursday night. Um more time to prepare. The Seahawks going down to Florida with a heat. Maybe. Like, I guess the Dolphins would be a sharp play here. Uh, and I, he- I see some sharp action taking the Dolphins. But that was at six and a half, too. So, like you say, I mean, on paper, this looks like, hey, Seahawks, just put it put it away. And I would think that, too. <laughs> but the back door is wide open. And, and I also saw, too, like... This, this, the Seahawks secondary has allowed 30 more wide receiver catches than the next worst secondary. 30 more receptions from wide receivers than the next. But, like, the defense is bad. You would hope to see him get right. I'm going yeah, to right. stay away based on what those statistics are. But if I had to play, I would say Seahawks. But then again, I'd be like, maybe think a little more, Ty, and play the Dolphins. But I'm going to stay away. You like Seahawks, and I would not fault you at all. And I like, like Seahawks. I, I forgot that Carson is probably going to be out, but I still think, I don't know. I really like the Seahawks. I don't think the Dolphins yeah. are anywhere near like only being plus six in this game. I would expect it to be a lot higher. So I'm going to take it probably. I'm going to take the Seahawks minus six. All right. And Good I, by me, but 
And then, you know, when, when they start blowing them out, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, should have just went with it when I see a blowout, but we'll see. Um, next game is Chargers at Bucks. Um, Bucks minus seven, total at 43. Um, nothing, I don't really have anything in this game. Seven seems to be quite a bit of points, but we just saw the ch- Chargers lose the Panthers. Bucks took care of business against the Broncos. Um, right now, I, yeah. If I I'm going to bet on this game, I think I'm going to put it in a teaser just because I don't like that seven spread, especially against the Chargers, who we know can keep good teams like the Chiefs close. I, I don't know what the Chargers are. Right. And I would, I, I would, I haven't. I haven't I haven't watched the Buccaneers enough to like know if they if they're minus seven favorites. So I'm probably gonna stay away. But if I would do anything, it'd just be a teaser at Buccaneers pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that too. I mean, that's a great, very good angle there, AK. I like that. Just putting the Bucks in a teaser. Like, do you see them losing at home to the Chargers? Like, no, no you can't really see it. Do they really do that? But like the seven. So I mean. Exactly. I like that angle, AK. I might just actually end up doing that too. So like a two team seven point teaser there. I would like that I would think I like that. And I see a game that I would kinda like to pair it with um coming up later. Um mm-hmm. but any thoughts on the total? I think that like because I know like the Chargers are feeding Eckler. They're feeding Eckler the Bucks. They're not really high flying right now. I mean I don't really have thoughts on the total, I guess, but it's a, one of the lower totals. It's a low total. Um, I know I was looking something up on this, and I know the Chargers are without some of their secondary. They've got hurt. So I, if I had to lean on the total, I would pick the over at 43, but I don't know these teams enough. I don't know how it's going to be. So Vegas is definitely smarter than me at this point. So right, they, yeah. they know something I don't know, and it's, it'll end up close to 43, I'm guarantee it but i would lean the over all right fair enough the next game is ravens at at washington washington plus 14 at home over under set at 45 and a half um what do we think about this game i think 14 is a lot but then again 14 is a ton um well the baltimore ravens are if i'm them i am pissed off we lost to the chiefs on national television, which should have been like one of the most hyped up games of the year so far. They, I'm not saying they're not going to cover. I, I'm going to, I would teaser them, put them in a teaser too at minus seven if I would bet on them. But even then, I don't really like it. Uh, I found a statistic here um, that Ravens are 0 6 against the spread following a loss. So. Mm-hmm. And that might be because they're minus 14 in all those spreads. Exactly. Lamar Jackson era. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that angle, too. Like, you'd you'd think Lamar comes out pissed off that they just have – they kind of got – they got – I'm not going to say embarrassed. They they got handled that Monday night game. So, I would think they come come out pissed off. Like, 14 is a lot of points, dude. At home, yeah. Not that that means much now, but at home, you're, it's not even that much of a travel though, too. So I guess it doesn't really mean much. But it's a lot of points, dude. I'm not gonna play it. Not gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. 
I could see it. I could see the Ravens defense just manhandling uh, Haskins, and he'll have another four turnover day like he did last week. But I can also see him having a decent game in like Washington, keeping it somewhat close. Ravens are going to win this game. I don't think it's like even close, but I I don't like the spread on that. Right, that's that could be another popular survivor pick too is the Ravens. But moving on to my survivor pick, Giants at Rams. Rams minus thirteen, uh, total set at forty eight. Um, if I had to pick here, I picked Rams minus thirteen. They showed that they. I mean, how how do the Giants move the ball? How do the Giants move the ball against? I mean, this this Rams defense. I say this Rams defense, but they have thirty five. But I mean, I still think this that the Rams can shut down a putrid Giants offense and Donald can just go in and sack the quarterback every play if he wanted to. Aaron Donald is just a he's just an animal. I don't think the Giants have an answer for him at who's gonna block him. And plus the Giants their main weapons are who they got Devonta Freeman who they just picked up doing most of the running for him and uh daniel jones just isn't it so yeah i would pick rams i might put this in a teaser with buccaneers but no we'll see what it comes down to at six points right seven point tease mm-hmm. yeah i i would i would like that a lot better than this 13 but yeah i think rams killing this game Giants just haven't looked good. All right, moving on to Patriots at Chiefs. Chiefs minus seven after that win in Baltimore or win over Baltimore, and the total set at fifty-two and a half. Um, thoughts on this game? Seven, um, <laughs> seven points is a lot against Bill Belichick. So. Patriots plus seven looks so attractive right now. Like, this is, I, I don't, I think the Chiefs are going to have another, like, even week low, like they did against the Chargers. So, and the Patriots just, it's not going to be a touchdown game. Like, it's going to be close. This one's going to be a good game to watch, I would feel. I would hope. But Bill Belichick, I don't think he's going to lose by seven to the, Chiefs, so I would bet Patriots on this. I think I yeah I would I like that angle to be be um there AK Bill Belichick seven points getting seven points with Bill Belichick like I think I don't know that has he ever been a seven point dog I don't I <laughs> the Tom Brady era like this is the first time ever we've seen the Patriots catch a bunch of points and uh, you're you're right it's like. Very appetizing to pick that. Then again, you Patrick Mahomes on the other side with a Chiefs team that looks to be the next dynasty. I mean, I'm not going to say the next dynasty. Like, that's disrespectful to the Patriots at all. They've won one Super Bowl. The Patriots have won multiple. But, like, the next... The, the, really good team. They're yeah. all young. They're all just... Patrick Mahomes just says, hey, everyone runs down the field, and he'll just dot one of them. And they'll just... The Chiefs are really good when they play good. Yeah. They have so many weapons. Their defense is pretty good. I would say they have 
some like little faults here and there, but the Chiefs are really good. But I think I'm gonna pick the Patriots plus seven just with those points. Yeah, you also I also like to think that Belichick could slow this game down by just pounding the rock too. Like and just playing that time of possession mm-hmm. game, getting the ball away from Mahomes. You know he's got the running quarterback now, Cam Newton. Maybe just keep it on the ground, move the chains, eat clock, and keep it keep it closer. But uh, yeah, that's my angle on that too. So the last afternoon game of Sunday is the Bills heading to Vegas to play the Raiders. Raiders right now are at plus three, over under set at fifty three. Which I mean. That's crazy. You hear the Bills and Raiders, do you think just absolute <laughs> shit over? In years, I don't know. I'm not much of an NFL historian, but like Bills, Raiders, 50, total 53, like, holy cow. Uh, yeah. Um, I would take Bills minus three in this. I think the Raiders, Josh, Jake, they found a player in Josh Jacobs. Like, he is, he's pretty good, but the Bills are just way better defense, way better offense, I would say. They got a better quarterback. I mean, Josh Jacobs is like the one good thing on the Raiders from what I see. I think the Raiders got a, a very good win against the Saints at that time, which is keep looking worse and worse as the more they lose. But, yeah, I'm taking Bills minus three. I... I, I like the Bills right now, especially after just winning week in, week out. I have no opinion, really. I'm sorry. I don't. I mean, I think this – you want to – see, this is where I'm searching for, like, a the angle and the underdog here. I mean, the Raiders beat the Saints. The Bills, are they going to go 4-0? Like that's my or the bill of the buffalo. Oh yeah, I don't like that's the one thing. But you know they definitely can. They're favored in this game. They look to be the better team. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I like your angle too. But let's just like other bills gonna go to Vegas and be shoving out west too. So I don't know. I'm not gonna make a pick here. I'm just gonna wait. Right, are Raiders home in this game? Yes. Yes. Oh, second game at the new stadium, right? Yeah, uh, I don't even know, but new stadium. They beat the Raiders. They could upset the Bills. I don't know. I I would lean Bills more. Like I'm not gonna pick them right now, but mm-hmm. lean Bills is what what I'm thinking. All right, Sunday night we get treated to the Eagles going to San Francisco. Um, 49ers minus seven. Over/under set at forty-five. See, AK, this was the game where I said that seven-point teaser looks very good with Bucks. Oh yeah. Like, are the Bucks going to lose at home to the Chargers, and are the Niners going to lose at home to the Eagles? That's where I think, like, I would like that. I might want to play something like that. I always say might. I mean, probably should just man up and take a stand here, but that's what I'm thinking right now. It's. It's do or die time for the Eagles. They kind of it's facing a beaten and battered, injured 49ers team. But they could, they proved, I mean, again, granted it was against the Giants, but they proved that even their backups are pretty good. So I don't know. I like that teaser 49ers pick right there because I don't think the Eagles do it. 
on the road. Yeah, and that would be the only thing I like on this game. You could, but you can kind of see it slipping away from Philly. Like, like you said, this is like the this is like do or die right here, Philly. Like, who do the Eagles even have playmaking for them at wide receiver position? Nobody. Like, Ward might be your best receiver. Is that? Or am I just absolutely wrong? Is Djax making plays? Is they throw it to Ertz a bunch. Whenever I watch, they throw it to Ertz. And, like, he's pretty good. He catches it. but And I expected a better Especially game. in uh, since 49ers. He... Kittle is back for the 49ers. So, I think Kittle dominates against a subpar Eagles defense. I like that, too. Last game of the week. It is Atlanta. Going to Green Bay. Green Bay right now, minus seven. Uh, Over-under set at 56.5. Is this the highest total of the week? It is. We've had a lot of them, but this one takes the cake as the highest uh, total. Um, What do you have on this game? I, I have nothing right now with... I think the Packers are good. Like, they're pretty damn good but they they're due for one bad week they're like they reached their time limit of having good stuff and now they're just gonna have one bad week and the falcons falcons i don't know what to say about the falcons they're just it's just they get huge leads and then they blow it and lose by a couple points so that's where i think Mine, the seven's gonna play a huge part. I I have no bet on this game, right now. Right, and the, I, I when I say my lean is the Falcons. I know I've been a Packers pessimist, and they've proven me wrong. They've shut me up, um, the first three weeks, just like putting up tons of points. Um, I would just say, like we discussed it before, Packers are calling to making to breaking records. They are record breaking right now, week in week out. We like putting up points. Second part of that is the Falcons have blown leads. The key, like they've gotten out to leads, is what you can say. So, I mean, they they put up the points. They can put up points. Um, this game also, no, it's not going to go seven. Is seven and a half? Is it? It might go seven and a half too, because the the line is minus seven, minus one twenty for Green Bay. So it could go seven and a half. Seven points is a lot for a total. I mean, is it seven? Seven screams backdoor for me for Matt Ryan, too, as well. So I know I've been the Packers pessimist on the pod. Um, it's a lot of points. That's my lean to the Falcons. I think, yeah. I think it'll be big, too, if Julio Jones plays. He was out last week. Um, looking at a quick Google search right here. He is He's very limited for his second day of practice. And he's not 100%, but he feels good. I I don't know if the Packers can stop Ridley and Jones, both of them. It's just a two-headed monster right there. I think it'll be high scoring. I don't know if it's going to be over 56.5, but it should be a good game, I would think. But I have no play. It's a lot of points. Big 12 score right there. Not really, but it's kind of a big 12 score. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, actually, how high it is. But, yeah, no play. 
that's all the games there. Um, I guess we can get into any. Yeah, we just go right into closing thoughts. I mean, any closing thoughts, AK, this week? Anything? Um, I guess a little another shout out Minnesota. Rashad Bateman is restored. He's reinstated and it's back at practice. So that's that's a good thing for Minnesota, the Gophers. Looking forward to seeing him play again because he is he's a good player. All right. All right. I like it. The Minnesota love. Getting getting it in. I like it. All right. My closing thoughts, I be, guess, would be, I mean, we haven't, didn't talk much college football. Um, keep an eye out for the Dart Me Dog. I think we're going to be cooking something up there again. Didn't hit this last week. We rode with another military school in Army. Um, they put up a fight. They just couldn't get anything going offensively. Uh, the other thing I have is... I want to say give a congratulations to Muff Punt Scrawl winning the Dart Me Gambler of the Month for September. Uh, I'll definitely give him some love on Twitter, too, at Dart Me Too. Um, basically, what it was this month, he was his, his toll was up 26.7 units. It all came from just one big parlay hit. that It was a five and a half to one. He put five units on it, contained the Braves, Dodgers, Blue Jays, Cubs on the money line. And I don't know if... We're kind of getting into it, though, but, like, it came down to the Dodgers, actually. The Dodgers late night, and it was minus 215, the biggest favorite in that parlay, against the Diamondbacks, and it was an extra innings. Tenth inning, Diamondbacks score a run. Bottom of the tenth inning, the Dodgers bunt, and Junior Garrett tries to make the hero play, throw it to third, throws it away, run scores, and then the Dodgers ended up winning it with another run in the 10th. So that basically carried him the whole month because that won him like 29 units, you know, up 26 units. He's kind of scuffling towards the end there and ended up hitting, like we mentioned before in the pod, the seven and a half unit Packers money line outright against the saints, which ended up pushing him back up to that 26.7 unit win for the month. So definitely be showing him some love too on Twitter at dart me too. But other than that, um, I guess, we're kind of we're kind of done here. Be ready for yep. I got ready for a good weekend. Absolutely. All right. Well, that about does it. Peace out, Hacker Nation. Catch you on the next one. See ya.